How about that cigar? How about that cigar? They couldn't hear you. No, I know. Guys, welcome to How About That Cigar Live from the Drew Estate Cigar Studios. Uh, it is episode number 89. 89. Episode number 89 of How About That Cigar Live. It's a very special show this evening. Uh, think back to the days of must-see TV on NBC. A very special Frasier. Mm. Tonight Aww. is a very special episode of How About That Cigar Live. And as always, like I said, we are here in the Drew Estate Cigar Studios. And Drew Estate wants to tell us all about... The Undercrowned Shady 20 and the Undercrowned Dojo Dogma Maduro. They are shipped now to Drew Diplomat retailers nationwide. Both the Undercrowned Shady 20 and Dojo Dogma Maduro share a powerhouse blend similar to the Undercrowned Corona Viva, each with a toothy San Andreas Maduro mm. wrapper, Connecticut stock cut Habano binder, and the highest quality Nicaraguan and Brazilian fillers. The Shady 20 is a 5x50 box-pressed bellicoso, well-aged and packing a punch, while remaining smooth and sophisticated. The Dojo Dogma Maduro is a unique 6x56 box-pressed Toro, packaged in stunning 10-count boxes for 2020. (laughs) For more info, please visit DrewEstate.com. And there we are. So thanks again, guys, as always. I mean, it, it is it is Christmas week. We're just a few days away from Christmas. Um, we're excited for, you know, all the stuff that Christmas brings. Um, I'm excited for the Festivus. Fact, I'm excited for Festivus. Mm-hmm. Uh, feats of strength. I'm, because I'm recovering from, uh, you know, the Rona, um, I don't think I'm going to fare too well at feats of strength. Mm. But I always excel at airing of grievances. Okay. I just... I don't know. Maybe it just comes naturally to me, but I, I usually do pretty well at that. Um, but I'm I'm especially excited because uh, my Green Bay Packers mm. are this close to clinching home field advantage. Um, mm. Although we haven't fared too well in the playoffs when we get home field advantage. Oh, really? No, no. We actually the year we won the Super Bowl, the most recent Super Bowl uh, when we won in 2010. Uh, it was wild card all the way, baby, and un- and like nobody gave us a chance before the wild card round started. So yeah, and the last time the Vikings won the Super Bowl, they um, oh wait, mm. wait, too soon. So here's how I know <laughs> that the Vikings are doing really bad. When I look at oh, <laughs> Matt Shonos. When Matt LaFlop, that's mean. That's mean. He's a good coach. He's a good coach. Oh, that is hilarious. When I look at Matt's show notes and I only see Packer stuff and no Vikings stuff, well, so I know that it's, I, cause there's, you know, uh, we can't even talk about a bad I know, kicker. This I know, week. but, but it's, so the reason, honestly, oh. the reason that I didn't put that, that, that I only put the Packers and I didn't put the Vikings on the show notes this week is because I I honestly had a feeling you were going to be a little sad, no, because you know, your team's your team I already, is I already your, your team is out. And no, yeah, and they so, would, they would have been out. I mean, no matter what, uh, well, even and, even let's say everything aligned and you know things happened, and I know it didn't take a miracle um, to make it happen. You, you've got Dallas at two and ten, and they're still in the hunt for. <laughs> um, it's pretty close to two and ten, uh, and. You know, this must be what it's like. And Coop, let me know. Is this what it feels like to be a Giants fan? Because 
uh, this this sucks. But you just you know, well, it is no, because being a Giants fan is having Super Bowl wins in your past. Shut up. <laughs> I can't wait till that joke is done. But I have a feeling the the Bills are gonna get it before the Vikings do. Um, they are really good this year. The Bills are, you know, they are they're playing really good football right mm-hmm. now. Um, but they're not they're not gonna beat uh, they're not gonna beat Kansas City. I don't think so. Um, but but here's the thing about Green Bay. Green Bay, as good of a team as they are, they're 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 winning games, but. I just don't. It's 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 not. It's I don't just think not. The defenses con- is solid enough for a championship. They have improved. The secondary's mm-hmm. really improved recently. But it's the second half of games. Second halves, we always get. We always uh, let up. It seems. Mm-hmm. You know, and there have been too many instances where we've said, "Hey, you know, we're good. We're we're up by enough points." Um and. It, it with the Colts. I was actually at that game live with the Colts. It came back to bite us in the ass. I mean, we were up by two touchdowns, right? And I, and I said, that, "This is the funny part." Is when when halftime hit uh, and we had a two touchdown lead. I looked at my brother and I said, "I do not feel confident right now." And we ended up losing in overtime because they let up in the second half. Yep, and turnovers also. But yeah, there was like this four. week. This coming week is going to be a big test for Green Bay against Tennessee. Tennessee's a very good football team. They are. And that's going to be a tough test for us. Um, great to see Ray and Orlando and Shad. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for uh, yeah, joining guys, you guys. Thanks for being with us. Uh, let us I know do. in the comments what you're drinking and smoking with us tonight. Yeah, and at some point I do want to talk about food for, for Christmas, for the holidays, what you yeah. do. And I'm, you know, I'm wondering what Ray, what, what do you throw down? <laughs> You know, for Christmas, is uh, it a cigar show or a football show? It's it's. We talk a little football at the beginning. Sorry, yeah. You know, you know. We mm-hmm. uh um. So so this year um, for for this show here we um. We wanted to do something a little bit different because, and I'm going to grab this prop here. Such a cool gift. So last last year for Christmas, my wife presented me with this. And you can see it. I'll I'll turn it so the reflection isn't quite so crazy. You can see it's got the How About That Cigar logo. And then she put on here, been there, smoke that. And it's a shadow box with a slot to put, you know, cigar bands in. Slot. And it's got a slot. You said slot. And so I, I set it right here in the, in the studio, right next to the table that we do the show from. And so 2020 obviously has been a little weird. Because working from home, this spot right where we're sitting, where we do the show, is also my home office. So I work at this spot during regular work days, my day job. And um, so having this sitting here during 2020 mm-hmm. uh, was, was interesting because with 2020 being the way that it was, I smoked a lot more cigars this year than I have in previous years you know once the quarantine and all that stuff hit where i wasn't going to the office and i was only working from here i went from two cigars a day to five six seven cigars a day depending on the day um and, and you just kept feeding that and, slot yeah i just kept i just kept feeding that slot putting I mean, it in the box yeah putting it in the box and we'll, we'll we got a million of them guys. yeah and they're gonna come all night <laughs> 
well, there's another one. And so the, uh, the bands that are represented in this box, it's not, this is not every cigar that I smoked this year. Um, and it's not every cigar that was smoked on the show. It's just every time I thought of it while I was sitting here, I just reached over and, you know, popped the band, you know, put it in the, uh, put it in the slot. So we thought it'd be interesting just to, and this, the, the main reason for this is to kind of give us an idea of sort of a, a walk down memory lane and give us an idea because these aren't just cigars that we reviewed. They're not just cigars that we smoked from uh, brand owners and, and reps that we've had on the show to interview. These are also a lot of my everyday cigars, you know, stuff that I just smoke on a regular basis because I enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll kind of be a snapshot. This is gonna, not going to be in any particular order because I, I, I don't think these, you know, really stayed in any kind of order. Uh, so yeah, we're just gonna kind of. And you know, if you had a memorable cigar, you know, this last year, let us know. You know, uh, hey, this particular cigar this year was fantastic. We would love to. You oh know, yeah. Um, you know, chat about that as well. Yeah. And if you throw those in the comments, you know, if there's something that's um, that you've really enjoyed this year, that's new or, or even, you know, pop, uh, pop in the comments and, and tell us what your everyday smokes are, because that's always fun to find out, you know, because typically for, for the average working guy like us, the, your everyday smokes aren't going to be top dollar cigars. You know, your, our everyday smokes are going to be, you know, uh, if if you can get them on a budget and you can find them on uh, on a great sale or something like that, you know, everyday smokes are going to be maybe as little as three dollars up to the you know the the eight ten dollar range for everyday cigars. So if you're peasants like us, yeah, then you know, let us know. And I'll try. I'm going to try to go kind of oh yeah back to the beginning, back to the a very good place to start. I just watched the sound of music with my kids the other day, so it's still stuck in my head. <laughs> so, uh, so without uh, without further ado, well, actually, uh, as always, because we normally have an interview segment during this time, but since we're just going through the box, but we still want to thank our sponsors because this is our main segment of the show. And as always, the main segment is brought to us by Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, the Internet's largest and easiest to use virtual cigar store. Mm. Corona Cigar Company offers the finest handmade cigars, humidors, and cigar accessories at the absolute lowest possible price. You'll also find unique and limited cigars containing Florida sun-grown tobacco. As a proud American, president and founder of Corona Cigar Company, Mr. Jeff Borshowitz, believed it was possible to bring cigar tobacco farming back to Florida. At Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, you'll find the best selection anywhere in the world of cigar containing this special Florida sun-grown tobacco. If you live in Florida or are just visiting, be sure to visit any of the great Corona Cigar locations in downtown Orlando, Sand Lake, Lake Mary, and also the Davidoff of Geneva Lounge in Tampa. For more info, please visit coronacigar.com and floridasungrown.com. So back to the very beginning of our uh, Been There, Smoke That box from 2020. Um, to reality. This just happens to be the first one I grabbed out of the box, and it is from Foundation Cigars, our good friend Nick Melillo, a Charter Oak. And this, I do remember, was from, I bought a box of the uh, Charter Oak Connecticut Shade um, in the, 
I believe Lonsdale size or Corona Gorda size. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I work at a retail shop that sells Charter Oak. Mm-hmm. It's a good seller, but I'll say that um, public opinion is really mixed on that cigar. Yeah, yeah. You either really like it or you don't. Um, I, I think that it is one of the better of the what I would call budget cigars. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, I will say this uh, kind of to echo that, that they can be hit or miss as far as, um, you know, it's not like typically you would, you would expect every single cigar in the box is, is really going to taste exactly the same. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. the variances are massive. I would agree, but there are some variances, but, but again, when the, with a budget cigar, that's maybe mixed filler or, or maybe, um, you know, it's just, it's a price point cigar. So, you know, I get that. I'm not going to fault them for that. And uh, Skip, yeah, Skip so, saying he's, he smoked to Ezra Zion Lucille the other day. So that one, that's an old cigar. I think if I remember right, I don't, I remember, I don't, I don't remember name, if that was an old one or, or one of the new ones from the, with the, with the crazy, I can't bring it up. Names. And then also Ray said somebody gave him an, a, a Oliva Wrath and looked like he enjoyed that one thoroughly. Oliva Wrath. Oh, it sucked. Ooh. Uh, Wrath, I don't know if I've ever even heard of the Wrath. Um, Let's keep going. Um, Okay, so this one is one that I enjoy a lot. Oh, yes. uh, Omar Ortez Originals. Dude, Omar? These these are, if you can find the the Omar Ortez Original, they have have the Maduro now as well. Mm -hmm. I actually like the original uh, a little bit better than the Maduro, but I think they're both good. But that Omar Ortez Original, especially the Bellicoso, uh, is good. Super Damn good, good, super good cigar. Oh, this is a, yeah, this is a good one. The uh, this was one of the new uh, one of the special releases from uh, Cigar Dojo this year that oh, I bought. Oh yeah, I always try to buy some of the Cigar Dojo releases. The Alec and Bradley uh, Orodoshi. So that's um, so uh, truth bombs. We're going to get a lot of truth bombs tonight. It's a good cigar. It's got good flavor to it. But I will be honest. I've smoked probably five of them out of the bundle so far. They have all had poor combustion, oh, so okay. just just keeping it real. Uh, yeah. They've all had poor combustion, but flavor wise, uh, definitely good. Oh gosh! Oh wow! <laughs> I have no. I, oh, I Prisado. do know. Okay, uh, Perdomo Fresco. So mm-hmm. this is a bundle cigar. This is mm-hmm. like a. So I got this out of the freebie bin at Sodi's. cigars yeah Yeah. so they have a if you buy if you buy five cigars out of the humidor they have a a a box you know of just pickums next to the register and uh i didn't like the look of any of the other cigars in the box so i grabbed a perdomo fresco uh (laughs) it's not great it's it's not a great budget cigar but it's um, a good that is a good fishing cigar yeah, yeah. I mean, if because you can, there are some cigars, um, especially if you buy like the the Churchill size of that. You know, it's a three dollar. You know, three thirty um, here in Minnesota. You can chew the piss out of that cigar, and it's still gonna smoke. Yes. So I've bought bundles of those, and it's a good yard guard, good fishing cigar. So this is another one that uh i oh, i buy at sodi's i buy at sodi's on a regular basis the la barba ricochet mm. so uh good price point on these cigars i want to say maybe seven dollars for the uh, corona gorda size caldwell um caldwell i mean it's yeah Do, is it, does la, it la barba it, and caldwell are kind yeah. of 
having babies yeah, having babies okay. in cahoots yep. it's the uh it's the chest hair unbuttoned. i didn't know if that was uh, if they were un- unbuttoned all the yeah, way down yeah the taco meat yeah the taco meat gold the gold medallions yep. and the yeah yeah uh southern draw uh mm. jacob's ladder brimstone mm. you better have a steak before you eat that yeah these are <laughs> these, these are not messing around Mm-mm. it's a strong cigar so uh but definitely one that that we enjoy a lot oh hello illusione oh illusione epernay oh the epernay cannot get the there we go oh it wants to focus but it just won't there we need a hand job Mm, I got your handy. <laughs> got your handy right there. Uh, uh, if you haven't had the Epernay, especially the uh, the Corona, mm, yes, I will do wrong things. And uh, actually, speaking of Illusione, uh, Dion just uh, check out Dion's uh, Facebook page. He just put a cool little short, like one minute video, uh, just looking at some tobacco leaves um, mm. prior to being rolled into cigars and giving a little bit of an explanation about the humidity level in those tobacco leaves. Um, and, and I nerd out on stuff like that, just learning how the tobacco works. So check, hey, check out that little video. What are we smoking right now? Oh, what are we smoking? Uh, so I was about to fire up. Uh, I pre-gamed with a shady 20 from Drew estate. Uh, but I am actually going to fire up the new, um, and many thanks to general cigar company for sending us some of these to sample the new CAO vision. So I'm going to fire that up right now. What are you smoking, Garrett? I am smoking a Cohiba Siglo from a island south of Miami, about 90 miles. Okay. Island south of Miami, about 90 miles. Yeah. Uh, does it, it rhymes with uh, uh, Cuba? <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then my round two uh, will be... A yard, a, a yard gar. Uh, yeah, that's a. Um, it's made by. Who's who's that made by? It's made by Arturo uh, Fuente. Well, no, I know. I was I was trying to think of like a, a like um, a Turkish Turkish bath. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't either. All right, next up. Oh, uh, the Crown Heads yes. court, court Reserve. So this this one is from, and I only know it because I smoked quite a few of them this year. This is from the uh, the one they called the full court press. It was the box press version of this that came in the. Uh, I want to say it came in twelve count boxes, um, but this was one that I reached for a fair amount this year. The full court press, um, court reserve from Crown Heads, um, and some of these some of these are tough because you've got. The foot band and the main band that oh, you, yeah. you throw into the, uh, uh, you know, into the box all at once, and because you yeah, everything in the box. So here's the foot band from that court mm-hmm. reserve. Um, oh, hello. All right, Mi Querida, mm. the original blue label Mi Querida from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Steve Saka. This I guarantee is from a Gordita size, the four by forty eight, because because it's the best size. It is. And fight me. I'm not going to fight you. Um, uh, San Cristobal. This was a, um, I think this was an Elegancia, uh, which is the Connecticut shade, I believe. Mm. Uh, San Cristobal. You're elegant. I am elegant. Uh, no, no, I lied. See, here's the footband. It's the Revelation, which is the, um, uh, yeah, the San Cristobal Revelation. That's that blend. And... 
Oh, here we go. I know this one. You mm-hmm. know this one. Oh, well. I know that one well. The uh, Hoya de Nicaragua, Antonio CT, Antonio, Connecticut. Wow, you smoked that one early. Was that a was that a pre-release? Maybe. No, it wasn't a pre-release, but but uh, Hoya was very kind and sent us some. Yeah, they did early on. I forgot um, how long ago we got those. So vamp and talk a little bit, and if there's any viewer comments, put them up on screen while I light up this brand new CAO Vision. This has only been in my humidor for a few days, so the combustion might not be awesome because it's you know and that's the thing about cold here. getting cigars this time of year. Um, you know, I, I've uh, I've traded and I've uh, purchased a, a few, and I you know. We got that nice gift pack from Crux, and I want to just rip into some of these, but if you're in a cold climate, you got to sit on them mm-hmm. for you know probably a week or better to be truly safe. Um, sometimes we don't have that luxury. If we have a guest that's coming on, they'll uh, sometimes show up the day of, uh, of the show, and you just got to roll with it. But um, All right. Moving right along. Oh, see, again, foot bands. Foot bands. There's the Antonio CT foot band. There you go. Um, Ooh, Black Label Trading Company. Mm. Uh, This was, oh, God, I'm, see, these are the ones with the foot bands that uh, it's tough to, oh, this one I can't show you. So I know, uh, here, I'll I'll cover up the bottom. So when we were uh, interviewing, we were at Tobacco Grove. Oh, yeah. We were at Tobacco Grove <laughs> interviewing Jeff Hogan from Crux. And after the interview was over, he was very generous. And he gave us some test blends because they're they're working on some stuff. And he, he gave us like. He, he was very over the top generous. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much, honestly. But he also, he said, he gave us some test blends. And he said, please smoke these and email mm-hmm. me your thoughts. And this one, I'm going to cover up the bottom because I'm not, because they haven't. They still haven't released this. So it's, it's a. It's a crux, and I won't. The it reveals a particular type of tobacco under there that I'm not going to tell you about. Um, but Jeff, thank you very much for the test plans. There's another Antonio CT, so we'll have re- repeats because you know I uh, did some repeats. Oh, JSK Red Knight mm-hmm. Robusto. I guarantee it's a Robusto because that's my favorite size in the Red Knight, and I bought a bundle at Ristafari. 2019 after i woke up from my nap <laughs> after my little nappy nap does i that, bought a bundle uh, of the the uh, red knight robusto does that taste uh like buffalo phallus no no that's no? Uh, yeah i did not get any notes of uh, uh moose dick no moose dick no or moose dick. buffalo anything? yeah no? I, I, I at least i didn't get any notes of it I okay mean, you know i'm not saying it's not there okay i'm just saying i didn't you didn't get that. All right. I didn't detect that. Mm, uh, La Aurora. La Aroma de Cuba. Oh, La Aroma de Cuba. Yes. Uh, again, there's a foot band in here somewhere that goes with this. I don't recall exactly which which one that is. If you recognize it from the band, let us know. Um, okay, this one, there's foot bands here that go together. The Hoyo mm. de Monterey Dark Sumatra. So I'll put these bands together here. The Dark Sumatra. That is a nice cigar. It is. It's powerful. It's meaty. It's got this sort of sweet and salty, like soy soy sauce, meaty, 
but also like molassesy kind of sweetness yeah. together in the same blend. It's good. And what I like about some of these general and Altidus brands is that, um, you know, finally they have started to reinvent themselves and uh, go out and um, either working with another blender, you know, doing whatever. But, you know, my hat's off to the reinvention of, of so many of their, uh, their brands. Yeah. It's, it's a good change of pace. Yeah. Uh, the war zone from Espinosa and uh, general cigar, kind of a nice collaboration. That was so, the word I was looking for. What collaboration collaboration. There mm-hmm. you go. That's a good word. Uh, crux. We were just talking about crux. This Ooh, is the, the epicure. This is the crux, the epicure, um, the red band. So the red is the epicure, uh, the, the epicure the Connecticut, the, ori- mm-hmm. the original Connecticut shade. My favorite of the, I, I agree. I agree. I think the Maduro is great, but the uh, Maduro is good. The bull and bear is good. Uh, but that epicure for me is just special. Yes. Oh, there's, uh, I don't know if he's still watching, but uh, from backwoods? from Romacraft, the uh, the backwoods. I'm sorry, the Baca. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Baca. The uh, this that was the big hit release. Um, it was the uh, Cameroon wrapper from uh, Romacraft cigars. Skip, if you're still on, how is the Baca doing? Yeah, yeah. Let us know. I, as far as I know, it's doing well because there's so. there's a fair amount of places that when you go to buy it, they they, they say have we're w- still waiting on getting some more. So yeah. Uh, the CAO La Traviata. I'm not sure where I got that cigar from. I don't actually. This might have been an old one that was just in my humidor that I just grabbed one day and smoked. I don't recognize that. Um, I yeah, I don't know. I, I think maybe that was just one that was on a back shelf of my humidor, and I said, "Huh, let's smoke that." Uh, here's a Crown Heads footband from what I don't know, so I'll set that aside. I know what this footband is from. I'll, <laughs> I'll set that aside. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Uh, ooh, ooh, AJ Fernandez. Enclave. Enclave. This was the broadleaf, as you can see. There, the camera really wants to focus on her faces, which I appreciate. But sometimes you don't want it to focus on your face. Ooh, another crown heads. Juarez. Juarez. Another great budget cigar. Like that one. Um, oh, this Spicy. was this. This is the. Oh, here's La the. Uh, here's the long live oh, the no. king. This is the. Uh, the Caldwell long live the king. Mm-hmm. This was. It's a special iteration of it, though. It's not the original long live the king. Yeah. Um, I'll again. I'll find the footband for it, but um, definitely love that one. Uh, this was a black label trading mm-hmm. company who, which escapes me. If we have some. Uh, I'm so sorry. I don't remember just based on this, which one it is. If you guys know, leave it in the comments. Uh, Omar, uh, I, you're a big seller of black label. Remind me which one that is. I don't recall off the top of my head. Ooh, Alec Bradley Tempest. Oh yeah. A classic, a classic heavy hitter. Um, just a good regular production Maduro cigar. Definitely one you can reach for at any time. Mm hmm. Oh, here we go. More repeats on Antonio, Connecticut. Hoya de Nicaragua. There's that's what that's the gotta f- be the leader. Third one so far. Um this is a, this one's interesting. This oh, one. Oh yeah. So the the CAO session. Um we were we were very, very blessed and fortunate to go down and put to the launch party uh at uh at Fat Ash uh cigar lounge down in uh 
uh, Ashland, Kentucky, uh, with Ricky Rodriguez and do the launch party for the CAO session. Mm-hmm. Um, not CAO's best release, in my opinion. It was uh, good. But not not their best no. release. So, oh, this one's interesting. So this... Um, this can, I don't know much more about this cigar other than I got it when I was in Nicaragua in, in January of 2018 at the Nicaraguan Cigar Festival. It came in a, there was a, there was a 10 count box that we were given at one of the factory tours that had, uh, five of one cigar and five of this continuum cigar in there. Um, and I have to be honest, I don't recall which factory that was from, but it is a good cigar. I do enjoy that cigar. Uh, here's the footband from that Jacob's Ladder brimstone. That was the the original brimstone, the Figurado from early in. Hey, here we go. More repeats. Number four. Antonio CT. I, I really I like definitely those. smoked that one a lot. Um, see an S&S in there. Oh, the CAO V19. This one. I like that one. I liked uh, better than the session. Totally. So... Um, that one was, ooh, hello. From, again, Foundation oh, Cigars, the Menelik. Menelik. So this one, if you, it, it was originally an event-only cigar. Um, now it is regular production. If you find this at your local brick and mortar, uh, definitely buy it and try it because I enjoy it. If you can't find it, let me know. I, we've got them. Um, oh, yeah. So, uh Saints and Sinners, uh, Tatuaje Saints and Sinners Club. This is from the 2018 box, and it is blend number five. So I smoked that from my 2018 box. Oh, there we go. Crux again, the Crux Epicure. This is the Maduro. That's the Maduro. That mm. uh, beautiful kind of seafoam green. Would you I call was that seafoam? I going to say seafoam. Yep. Seafoam green. Uh, Whiskey Rebellion. Mm. Uh, this was the original Cigar Dojo. Um, or it was the new Pensatucky. I don't remember, but the, uh, whiskey rebellion from Roma craft. Um, another one that with a different varietal of tobacco that I can't show you, but another, uh, crux test blend. Thank you very much to the guys at crux again. Uh, Mikarita, the red label tricky Traca, mm. Mikarita tricky Traca. That's in the, uh, boxes. Oh, there's two in a row. Me, Carita, Tricky Traca. Back to back. Back to back. Back streets back. All right. All right. Okay, so this <clears> one, <throat> we're probably going to see a lot of repeats of this one. This is the Oliva, the Gilberto Oliva Reserva. I I can tell you already, we're going to see this a lot in this box because this is one of my everyday cigars. I can, I can actually smoke more than one of these a day. I buy mm-hmm. these... I probably buy two boxes of these a month because they're, I can get them extremely inexpensively. And the, the Corona Gorda size is just lights out. It's a cigar that I love and I highly recommend. Can always count on it. That it's, it's just good. Ooh, Placencia, mm. Alma del Campo. Which I, one is that one? That is the medium body. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so it's, uh, not as heavy as the uh, the fuerte, fuerte or the fuego, or the fuego, yeah. But um, I actually think this one might be my favorite of the new Alma, the uh, Alma series series of blends. 
my father, Le Bijou, nineteen twenty-two. Just a cigar that's been on the market for a while. Mm-hmm. It was Cigar of the Year. Uh, one of the sizes was Cigar of the Year. I would um, say 2016. Somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. there's the main band from it. So uh, if you see the Le Bijou 1922 on a shelf somewhere, definitely try that cigar. It's very, very good. Here, here we go. Another repeat. Like I said, Gilberto Oliva Reserva. It is, it's just a, a solid, consistent, everyday cigar. Um, here is another, oh, this, this is the Caldwell Eastern Standard Sungrown edition. So really, really cool cigar because the, the original Eastern Standard, very good. Yep. Mild. Uh, but this Sungrown, I think was, I really liked it a lot. I haven't seen it in a while. I think it was a limited edition. Oh, I think it, I think it was, uh, undercrowned, uh, undercrowned shade. So if you if you like Connecticut shade wrappers with a little bit more body, uh, this is a good cigar to reach for. Definitely, uh, foot band. Um, look at that. What? Another Antonio CT. I mean, that's that one's doing doing well in the yeah. uh, in the rating so far. The Oliva G. This is another uh, the Oliva G Robusto. I think is one of the most underrated mm-hmm. cigars. Yes. In a humidor. Yes. That G does not get enough love and respect. So for if you like Cameroon wrappers, the 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 Oliva G is is something that I have loved as long <laughs> as I can remember. It's it's just if you like Cameroon wrappers, especially the Robusto size. So Skip wants to know if you were able to get any Roma bands off. <laughs> I have I, I have quite a few Roma bands that are that are in fine shape. I had a Baca band a few minutes ago that was that was just fine. So we had to real quick. If I well, can... here's one. Here we go. Wonderlust. This is the uh, the Wonderlust Fiorella, which I've bought. Uh, I think I'm up to three boxes of it now that I bought from yeah. from uh, Salie out in, uh, in Germany, and uh, it's I absolutely love I had, that I had cigar. A, I had a fun idea, and uh, while you were dying of well, I was uh, dying of, of, of the Rona, um, you know, we were going to have Eric Tormson on from uh, Dojo. And I was like, okay, we're going to have Eric on. He just uh, published that article about bands. It was and a rating. great article. It was a good article. But he gave Skip such a bad score. <laughs> I know. I reached out to Skip, and I was like, Skip, will you come on for just a, a cameo? To, <laughs> and we couldn't get things worked out or whatever. But I thought that would have been you know, a hilarious little thing to just have Skip come on and be like, Eric, come on. Don't you know how to freaking... Yeah, gave him an F plus. F plus was that the that was the grade? F plus. <laughs> so you got the plus going for you, which is nice. which is nice, which is nice. There's another uh, crux. This one's the uh, the bull and bear. Um, the in the like in my personal palette for crux cigars, um, I won't put the bull and bear. I think the bull and bear is a very good cigar. But it's not in my top wheelhouse as far as the the crux flavor profiles go. Agreed. But it is a very good cigar. Uh, this is another foot band from another one of the uh, Crown Heads uh, Court Reserve. Mm-hmm. Here is an original, um, not an original, but a very. This was a very old uh, Drew Estate uh, Under Crown uh, before they called it the when it when this was the only one on the market right. before they called it the Under Crown Maduro. 
Um, I, I had uh, some old ones in my humidor, and I uh, smoked one of those. Oh, the Psycho. The, the Psycho Nicaragua. Uh, Is that the uh, first in, Psycho? Yeah. Indiana Ortez. Um, she's uh, she. Just watch out for her. She's an up-and-comer in the cigar industry. She's an absolute ball of fire. She's, yep. she, she's knowledgeable. She wants to keep learning more. And she really gives a crap about yeah. what she's doing. And she reminds me of what AJ Fernandez was when yeah. he, you know, came out with like the um, when he originally did the what was that Ave Maria and the the uh, uh, the, like some of the, the catalog core. stuff the yeah. core yeah the core the La Herencia Cubana and yeah. stuff like that and yeah. you know and I'm not saying that she's catalog she is going to be much bigger than that but she reminds me of a young aj for sure yeah um and that that if you like a um a connecticut shade cigar uh that psycho nicaragua is a good cigar uh, here's another uh second appearance from the jsk red knight robusto um this was the aj uh the uh, i don't the, the regular bands in here somewhere uh, uh aj and hochi blanco mm-hmm. so the uh uh, this was the Dominicano. So the new world, I believe the new world Dominicano, um, collaboration, uh, very nice cigar. I, I think I reviewed that one and gave it a pretty decent score. Oh, this, uh, the, the Emilio from, uh, Oveja Negra brands. Oh yeah. This was the, uh, the AF2 from the Emilio line from Oveja Negra. Uh, good cigar. I like the AF1 a little better personally. Um, Hey, this is a good, good one. Skip smoking. Uh, Aladino Corona, Corona Reserva. Yes, I agree. Very solid. I, we, we actually, some of us, uh, some of us other cigar media guys talked recently about the Aladinos and kind of our favorites. And definitely the Reserva was up there for most of the guys. This one was also from, uh, I got this at the Nicaraguan Cigar Festival in January 2018 of, uh, Victor Calvo, uh, which was, uh, a very nice cigar. I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, and it was, uh, we also visited, uh, this farm and got to see their just incredible computer controlled irrigation system. And it was super cool place. Did it have lights and buttons and it did. Yeah, it did. Oh, here's the, so here's the main band from that San Latano Dominicano. Mm. Uh, sorry. I said new world earlier. It's San Latano. San Latano, but, uh, oh, here's another, um, oh, the, uh, Southern Draw, mm, that, the uh, Desert Rose, Desert Rose, Rose, Rose Sharon, Desert Rose. That was the uh, the Bellicoso Fino. Um, oh, here we go, Agonorsa Leaf, mm. the Agonorsa Leaf Signature Selection Maduro. I bought some of these at a uh, little cigar shop in Wisconsin uh, and reviewed it. Uh, very nice cigar. Uh, so shout out to Terrence and Agonorsa Leaf. Here we go, the. Uh, the HVC, mm-hmm. uh, HVC 500th anniversary, um, beautiful cigar. If oh. you can, there, if you can find them, buy them. It's just a beautiful cigar. It's really so, so good. Um, that's, I can't say anything else about it. It's just great. A little toothpick, a little toothpick, a little JSK toothpick. Um, I, I don't know which one this was. It was probably the, the Habano, because that's the one I prefer. Um, I like the Maduro just fine, but the, the Habano is my just your jam. That's my jam. Um, 
This is, here's another foot band from uh, Undercrown Shade. Here is another Wonderlust. Wonderlust. So, and there's the main band. Now, the main bands are easy. Here is the secondary band, the one that goes underneath it. And you'll notice. How did you do that? You will notice that. How did you do that? It is in fine condition. The the camera will not focus worth a damn. Uh, But, uh, yeah. You get a hand job. You get a hand job there. So and uh, that that uh, yeah, with the Fiorella written on there. There you go with the little star. It's in, and it's embossed and it's embossed. And look, it's, it's not band. torn. It's in fine shape. Would you give that an F plus? I would give that an F plus. All right. Uh, here's another Crown Heads foot band from what I don't recall right now. Oh look, there's another Crown Heads foot band from what I don't recall. Uh, Antonio, Connecticut. They just keep popping up. I smoked a lot of those this year, obviously. Uh, here's another AJ Fernandez footband. Um, that is a new. I don't know right now. Yeah, that could be Mikarita Tricky Traka. That's what the third appearance for that cigar. Uh, definitely enjoyed that one a lot. Another Wonderlust Fiorella. Yes, I smoked a lot of those this year. Undercrown Maduro. This was a newer one. This was the uh, the little one, the little pequeño. Oh yeah. Um, very nice, by the way. If you like, a sh- uh, if you short. if you need a short cigar, mm-hmm. uh, nice, just just good, solid, classic undercrown flavors. Mm-hmm. Twenty minute cigar. Uh, this was another AJ Fernandez, I believe. That is the uh, the Amistad, the, oh, sil- yeah. the silver. Um, short, another good short cigar. Um, very tasty. Uh, this was from the Caldwell. Uh, Eastern Standard Sungrown, because that's the AJ Fernandez uh, footband that goes with that. Another Crown Reserve or Crown Heads Court Reserve. Court Reserve. That's another popular one this year. Uh, signature Selection. That's another Aganor Salif Signature Selection Maduro. Um, oh, they're popping up. Oh my gosh. One, two. Oh. But a couple more JSK Red Knight Robustos. Actually, no. The one in the back is the the uh, the special Salomon from Ristafari, the uh, the Cernanak, if I'm saying it correctly, the Maduro um, from Ristafari. Are you, are you swearing in I'm, Macedonian? I might be swearing in Macedonian. Um, leave it in the comments. I think Josh is right. I think those. Uh, oh, they are from the yes. Yeah. Thank you, Josh. They are from the Mule Kick, from the the Mule Kick from 2020. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, Josh. Uh, the these were from uh, this is Jose Dominguez. This is from um, United Cigar from when we had um, Dave Garofalo on the show. So very nice, uh, good budget cigar. This was uh, cigar of the year for how about that cigar in 2019 mm. the southern draw lustrum could do lustrum if you can find it buy it and smoke it it's really 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 good put it in your face put it in your face another black label trading company uh this one has yeah yeah i'm sorry i just i'm not good at I'm not identifying either. the black leg cuz the foot bands i, I have to find the foot bands uh but the main band yeah that was, uh, I think, from an event at Ramsey Smoke Shop that I went to. So shout out to Omar and uh, Calvin, who's the local rep for them. 
this I I found the foot band, but not the regular band. This the uh, Dragon's Milk, mm. uh, which is from Asylum Cigars, meant to pair with the uh, the new Holland uh, Dragon's Milk Stout. And if and if you're not uh, in the know about how to milk a dragon, it's difficult. Yeah. Just, I'm sure there's something on YouTube about it. Yeah, yeah, you can find some YouTube videos, but, you know. Otherwise, hit, hit me in my DMs and I'll yeah. walk you through it. Yep. Uh, Black Label Trading Company, rather, Blackwork Studio, Killer Bee. Love it. Um, I'm green. actually a Green Hornet guy. I love the Green Hornet as well, over my, over the Killer Bee. Over the bee. Killer Bee? Although the new Killer, this is the original Killer Bee, but the okay. new Killer Bee, the Swarm. So good. Dig it. Cameroon rapper. Here we go. Another appearance of the Mikarita Tricky Traka. Tricky Traka. Um, oh, there we go. Elway Wednesday. Mm. The original Elway Wednesday from Foundation Cigars. Um, and let's... Uh, I also wanted to talk about kind of what we've, what we've been doing on the show this year. Yeah. So th- this year was awesome. We had so many great guests. We did. You know, we we um, we were just really fortunate. We reached out to a lot of people to get people on the show. Uh, so if you go back to the very beginning of the year, our first guest of 2020 was Alan Rubin from Alec Bradley, which is, I mean, having that guy on on your show is, uh, it's just he's so great to talk to. Yep. He's just one of the nicest people you could ever hope to meet, whether it's in the cigar world or anywhere. He's, he's a great guy. So we started out with him. Uh, then Nick Melillo from foundation cigars. Uh, we talked to Scott Pierce from the PCA. Uh, and then we closed out January with, uh, uh, with Emmett and Zane from blind man's puff. We sent them a couple cigars. They sent us a couple cigars. We did a little blind tasting on the, Zane on the show. Couldn't partake. Yeah. Zane, but- Zane couldn't partake cause he was traveling in a hotel and, uh, and I got absolutely embarrassed live on the air. Uh, when I, uh, when, when I absolutely tasted all the flavor It's so funny oh because gosh. when I talked, when I was saying the flavor notes yes. on the show, it was totally right. But then I panicked at the end and yeah. I said a different cigar name. It was a yep. it was a Cuban was Cohiba Siglo, just a little Siglo one. <laughs> and I called it I don't even remember what, but I was like in my head I'm thinking, this is a Siglo. It's a Cuban. It's a Cuban. I was saying floral and yeah. you know, uh floral and sweetness and, and the stuff you always get from a Siglo, from a Cuban Siglo. And I just yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. You're like Oliva O. <laughs> it's a uh, um, Thompson bundle. <laughs> uh, this I think was from the Alec Bradley Tempest Nicaragua, uh, I believe. Here's another JSK toothpick. Uh, here's another uh, Antonio CT footband. Um, here is another Romacraft uh, Intemperance. Uh, no way of knowing right now. At least I don't skip. If you're still there, let us know if there's a, if there's some identifying factor on the band that tells us if, if, if it was a BA or an EC, I don't think there is, but, uh, it, it could have been one or the other, uh, intemperance right there. Um, Hoya red from Hoya de Nicaragua, solid budget cigar. Absolutely. Good price point. Uh, this is, I don't know. I'm going to set that aside. It's a foot band from something. All right. So these, 
Do you need a fire? No. No? This is the Havana Soul. So Cigar King is an online retailer uh, and shop. And they have this line, uh, Havana Soul, which they mix it up. The bands look the same, but they mix it up with the brands that make it. This was the run made by uh, Black Label Trading Company, made by Oveja Negra Brands. And they uh, they had a few bundles left, and I managed to snag one and smoked a lot of them this year because it's a really good cigar. Uh, oh, here's the uh, main band from that Asylum, Dragon's Milk. Here's another of the Oro Doshi from Alec and Bradley and Cigar Dojo. Um, here it is again. We're going to see this a lot. The Gilberto Oliva Reserva. Definitely see that a lot. This band is... Are, okay, so... It's some, huge. Some bands... So this is a Perdomo uh, vintage 12-year... Uh, uh, I uh, don't recall if this is the Maduro or the Connecticut. Uh, I apologize for that. Uh, some cigar bands are just really big. I'm not saying they're too big because, you know, it's not up to me, but some cigar bands are just really friggin' big. It was made in Texas. It was made in Texas. Uh, Soapbox, uh, Ben mm-hmm. Holt, Ben Holt Distant Cigars, shout out, uh, Soapbox. The release, Abs- the re-release. Absolutely love the Soapbox Corona. I just... I absolutely love it. It's a great cigar. If you can get your hands on it, do so. Uh, Tatuaje Monster. This is the Bride, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So if I'm not saying that right, put it in the comments. I think this is the Bride. The white with the uh, green writing. I believe that's a Bride. Yeah. Uh, signature, uh, there it is. Another Agonorsa leaf signature selection Maduro, uh, crux test blend that I'm not going to show you. <laughs> uh, Oh, here we go. Padron. Oh, that's from the, uh, this is from CRA the CRA pack, the Padron. No, this is from the regular box. Oh, that's the, just a black, the Padron black 89 that we gave the number two cigar of 2019. Um, yummy, uh, crux epicure. Maduro, once mm. again, that lovely seafoam. Mm, grandma panties. <laughs> Call that one the Crux Grandma That's, Panties. Is that the official like mm-hmm. color title in the yeah. in the color wheel? Yep. Gra- grandma panties. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the so this was the original firecracker the um, from United Cigar. Uh, big thanks again to Dave Garofalo and uh, Oliver Naveau for sending that. Uh, another tatuaje here, a black label. Tatuaje, black label. I have a box of the Petit Lancero that I bought at uh, Tobacco Grove uh, a couple of years ago when Pete was up here for an event. Um, one of my favorite tatuajes. It's mm. just great. So good. Uh, there's the main band from that earlier Southern Draw, uh, Rose Does of there- Sharon. Oh, yeah, just the Rose of Sharon. Yeah. Yep. Uh, another War Zone. Mm-hmm. Another making another appearance in the list this evening from Espinosa Cigars. There are a lot of bands in here. This might take us like I, I don't know if we're going to get like through this whole thing. Not a chance. This is this, not a chance. We I mean, this is. It looks like we oh haven't my. even started. Yikes! This is. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to get through all this. Not maybe a, I'll. Maybe I'll kind of move into the more in the middle here. 
there's a La Florida Minicana Airbender. If you're a fan of Avatar, it's a great cigar. <laughs> Very enjoyable cigar. The H. Upman the Banker. Mm. Um, this a big boy. This was one that I I hadn't smoked since it first came out back in, I don't know, 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grabbed one this year, hadn't smoked it in a long time. Uh, oh, this one. This one is special for a number of reasons. One, it's special because I really love the blends. Uh, and I ended up buying like four boxes of it and am aging them. Uh, but it's also a little sad because oh. it's Nat Sherman. And, you know, Nat Sherman uh, closed their doors forever uh, this year. And this was a special release that they did with uh, Schrader uh, Winery. And uh, it was a, a very interesting packaging, you know, with the dragon uh, artwork and... Uh, just little six count boxes of these beautiful double perfectos. Uh, really nice, really nice cigar. Uh, this is a Davidoff band. Uh, I know there's a secondary band in here for it somewhere. I think this may have been because it's a curved band, so it would have gone on a short perfecto. This would have maybe been uh, the special 53. Davidoff, if I remember correctly. So we'll mix. Let's let's uh, let's shift. Move yeah, up a I'm, couple months. See, I'm looking at this now. It would take us like six shows to get through this whole this whole box. Oh yeah, Garrett just fired up something. That is a backwoods. <laughs> is that a white owl peach? Yep, peach. peach. Uh, here's another uh, Tatuaje Saints and Sinners Club from 2015 uh, blend number three from my 2015 box. Uh, here is the mm-hmm. JSK Kralat. This was the uh, the big Salamone from the uh, boxes sold at Ristafari. Uh, here is an Ashton Symmetry. Mm. Not a cigar I smoke often because they're a little on the pricey side, but very nice cigar. Uh, Atabay. Beautiful cigar. Delicious, beautiful. Mm. Um, high price point, but in my opinion, worth it. Yep. Uh, from uh, Dave Garofalo from Oliver Nouveau and uh, United Cigar Company. Here it is again. Oliva Reserva. Uh, Gilberto Oliva Reserva. They're all over the place. Can't get away from them because I smoke them a lot. Uh, let's see here. Let's m- mix it up a little bit. Um, the My Father. Uh, I confess I don't know the pronunciation. El Hijo, El Hijo. I, I'm sorry, I don't. I don't know. You don't Spanish. I know delicious. It's very very good. Yeah. Um, I know, I know delicious, uh, diamond, Mm. diamond crown, black diamond, uh, very powerful cigar. Um, diamond crowns, not necessarily known for their Mm -mm. powerhouses, but that one's got balls behind it. Well, Dominicans aren't known for their powerhouses, but that one, uh, lawless. That's one of the foot bands from one of those earlier black label trading company, uh, cigars. This one, oh, here's uh, La, here's another United cigar, La Gianna, which is a budget line 
from uh, United Cigar Company. Mm. Um, and let's see here. Oh, Oliva V. Olivas are just good cigars. Yeah. You know, they're they're they they don't uh, they're they're not over the top with um, kind of their presence, I guess, in in uh, social media or anything like that. But they're they're uh, they're solid cigars. If you go into a brick and mortar shop and you just can't seem to make up your your mind on uh, on anything, chances are, if you reach for an Oliva, um, you're going to be happy. And that Milano. So the yeah. V when the V came out. It was like that was the hot ticket, and then they came out with the Milano and did it again. It was it was silly. It was such a good cigar. And that that was uh, cigar of the year, what twenty fourteen, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Okay, let's uh, mix it. Oh, here's another Nat Sherman, Metropolitan Metro. Habano. Uh, another Alec Bradley. This is Mundial. This is from the CRA, oh, the, uh, CRA the CRA sampler pack, that big Mundial uh, Perfecto. Beautiful cigar. Uh, Perdomo Estate Selection. Nice cigar. If you see these in your shop, I, I recommend this one. It's a nice cigar. Um, this is the Avo, uh, the uh, the re-release of the Avo Uvesian? Classic Maduro. Oh, um, very nice cigar. Uh, this oh gosh, this shout out to our friend Joe Guzman. This is an old dude. Look at that. Yeah. So this is an old my father, or oh. this is an old Don Pepin Garcia Siri JJ. Predates so, my father. So look at the, I mean, if you look at the back, that's the back of the band. I mean, it's all mottled and brown and it, Joe loves to age and collect my father's cigars. Um, uh, here's an Ashton classic. You know, those are great to reach for from time to time. They've been on the market forever. I um, think it's the, that Ashton classic is the perfect golf cigar yes yes i agree uh indian motorcycle uh this was the habano the ridiculously like super churchill it's like it's it's not it's longer than a churchill but it's shorter than a presidente so probably in like the uh eight inch range instead of the nine and a half inch which i think presidentes are um here's a la flor dominicana andalusian bull that's a beast. Also, I believe from the CRA pack. I bought quite a few of those CRA packs this year, mainly because they have great cigars in them, but also the bonus is you end up just supporting the CRA. CRA. So that's that's a good thing. So this one, this uh, this was um, the Palpetta, oh, the special uh, event cigar uh, Steve from Steve Saka and Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. And I, here's the interesting thing is, you know, everybody's got different palates. We understand that. Everybody's got different tastes and likes and dislikes. I heard from a couple people who shall remain nameless that they, they <coughs> excuse me, that they didn't care for this cigar. Mm-hmm. So I actually let it sit in my humidor for uh, three months 
uh, before I smoked it, I actually really like it. I do too. A lot. I think it's a very good cigar. So agreed. Uh, again, it's just differences in palates. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I enjoyed it a great deal. Um, I got a lot of these. These were the, the, the special CRA bands that they added to all the, the cigars in the CRA sampler packs. Uh, if you see those CRA sampler packs at your brick and mortar retailer or, mm-hmm. uh, at your, uh, your favorite online retailer, pick them up because you get a great selection of cigars for a good price and you support a phenomenal cause. Uh, there's the Milanio from the CRA, mm, from the CRA pack. Um, here's another Charter Oak. Mm-hmm. One that I smoked, you know, that's a cigar I smoked a lot of this year. Um, oh, here's the, this was a new, uh, I guess a re-release from General Cigar. So the Hoyo de Monterey Epicure Selection. Um, I liked it. I thought it was a good cigar. Um, I don't think it's going to break any records or anything, but I thought it was a good cigar. This one, um, somebody leave in the comments if you know. I I, I don't know if the uh, if this company is is around anymore. This is Jeremy Jack. It's cigars. like a dragonfly. It's called uh, the. I think it's called the Libulella or what? It's this. I I believe it's the Spanish word for dragonfly. Um, enjoyable cigar, definitely. Um, uh, here is a, uh, Padron 26. Uh, I think just one that I had in my humidor. So Coop says the Palpetta is a miss. Well, and that's, that's the beauty of, you know, the cigar thing is it's, you know, the, uh, uh, you know, palettes are all different. I, I, it's one that I enjoy. Um, and, and that's what it is, you know, and I only, I only smoked the one, so, uh, this is a foot band. I don't. I don't. The the rest of the bands in here somewhere, from the Postania Broadleaf. These are actually old ones. Uh, this was an original release box that I bought back when they first came out. I think in maybe 2015 or so. Um, very nice cigar. Um, Coop believes Jeremy Jack's still around. <clears throat> okay, well that's good to know. Um, here is a JSK Tyrannical Buck. Uh, I can almost guarantee this is from a Connecticut because I really like the uh, tyrannical buck Connecticut's. Um, here is uh, Casa Cuevas. Mm. Um, I always say this wrong, but I'm going to say it right. Mandaria. Mandaria. The Casa Cuevas Mandaria. Really, really good cigar. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you can get your hands on that one, I highly recommend it. It is really a beautiful cigar. Uh, here is actually, I think what Garrett's, oh no, you're smoking the, well, is it a lost Mm-mm. city? No. So this is uh, from my smoking adventures this year. Op- uh, Opus X, lost city. Uh, this first was, Fuente, uh, I think in this pile. 2019 box. Is this really my first Fuente? Yeah. In here? Crazy. I've been trying to pay attention. Crazy. Um trying to mix it up here and see some different brands here is a la polina mm. uh, and i know this one just because of the the look of the Brian's. bands uh, uh, no no this, this is, is this is a uh el diario oh from the first year they came out which might be 2012 2013 they they are aging so well this cigar is aged. i only have maybe three left but they really are aging so nicely 
this one is from uh, Premier Mundo Cigars, uh, Sean Williams brand. Um, I think Sean Williams still owns the brand. Um, mostly it's catalog now. Uh, La Hermandad um, uh, Fuerte, I believe, from uh, uh, from El, El Premier Mundo Cigars. Um, oh, here's a nice 1502 XO. Mm. Uh, we had... Uh, we had Enrique on the show. Uh, beautiful, beautiful cigar. If you can find the 1502 XO. Uh, here's another Diamond diamond Crown, yeah. Black Diamond, also from that uh, that CRA pack. I have such a mess right now. Corona Cigar Company. This is the uh, the uh, 20th anniversary uh, with, the, with the Florida Sun Grown tobacco in it. Really good cigar. Hey, Camacho, Nicaragua. Um, uh, I like the Camacho Nicaragua. It's, um, I said this when some of us media guys were, were, uh, making fun of bear watching, uh, Chevy chase that, <laughs> at, that even though I like the Camacho Nicaragua, I'm slightly confused by it because it doesn't taste like a Nicaraguan cigar, but, um, it is a good cigar. It is. Um, here's another lustrum, uh, cigar of the year from. Uh, 2019 for us. There's another one of those Opus Lost City. Uh, ooh, Mabacho. Mm. Uh, the Casa Favili, uh, which is uh, made with that Nicaraguan broadleaf. Uh, here's another one of those Havana Soul from uh, Oveja Negra. Uh, let's find a few others. I don't want to... Uh, oh, th- this is an interesting one. So this uh, was oh, yes. from an online from an online retailer that had some boxes of these left. Um, this is a ten year old cigar. It was released in 20, 2010, I believe. Uh, uh, Jose Cejas, Mi Dominicana, uh, lovely cigar. I don't know. I, I don't think I smoked it back when it was first released. Uh, but no, I didn't. With the age on them that they have now, stupid. Really, yeah, it's. Really, very nice cigar. Um, here is a regular, uh, regular production. Well, as much as they do regular production, uh, Opus X. I believe this was uh, Power Ranger. They call it mm-hmm. um, another Davidoff, which uh, Anniversario number three. One of my, one of my absolute favorite Davidoffs is mm-hmm. the Anniversario number three in the tube. Um, another Elway Wednesday. Love it. Um, Pachardo. I believe this was the Maduro. Um, so we were, um, really grateful to have, um, Luciano on the show and, and talk about them. I'm still hanging on to my Dominique Wilkins. I haven't smoked that yet. I like the. Out of the uh, so there's the Dominic Wilkins and there's the Tiago Splitter. I right. actually like the Dominic Wilkins a better. little better. Okay, a little better. Uh, FSG, lovely cigar. Thank you uh, to our friend Jeff Borshowitz. Here is this is actually another Dojo collaboration. This was the Lancero, the Caldwell Eastern, or sorry, the Caldwell Far Eastern Standard Dojo Edition Lancero. Uh, I like that cigar a lot. I think it was very good. Uh, here's another, there's probably a few dozen more of these wonderlust, 
Uh, oh, nice. Wonderlust, Fiorella uh, in there. This one looks kind of old. Oh, yeah. Uh, My Father Special S. Oh, yeah. Which is the event only. This this one was, you can see from the coloration on the band, it's that one was got pretty, some stank on it. Pretty old. That one's got a little stank. It's as as our friend uh, uh, Jonathan from Cigar Syndicate says. It's expired. <laughs> <laughs> here's the uh, uh, here's the Epic cigars. Uh, the oh, the yeah. Habano from mm. uh, when we had Dean on the show. Uh, very grateful to him. Is he was uh, a great guest. Uh, La Galera mm. in Connecticut. So. That, so La Galera dude. is a brand. It's a, there's. I know so many cigar smokers who still don't know about La Galera. I I think it's a brand you should you should look for. I I want to say that when that La, the first La Galera hit, especially the Lancero. Yes. Yes. Um, it was. I mean, it was hot. Yeah. And and then. They, I that, just I just I mean, think their production's not high. I just don't think they make a lot of cigars. Oh, so good. Um, so this one, this one's a killer. The oh. the My Father Fonseca. I just had that one today. It's it's this uh, the the Casacos, I believe, if I'm saying that right, which is the uh, five and five and a quarter by forty five or something like that. It's I just love it. I I. You know, I try not to rave about it too much, but it's really, really good. Um, my, my goal is I'm going to get some of the the Cedros. Um, here is the Balmoral uh, mm, duetto, duetto, which uh, the collaboration between Balmoral and uh, E.P. Carrillo. Um, that was like our number three. Mm, I think it was four. Four. Yeah, I bought multiple boxes of it because here's a, a classic that that I just love, mm-hmm. the Jaime. Jaime Garcia Reserva Especial. Very nice cigar that that uh, I believe in any humidor. You can't go wrong with it. Protocol Original Blue. Mm. Shout out to Juan and Kevin, guys. Thank you so much. It's uh, uh, here's another Fiorella. Return my email, Juan. Here's another un untorn. Oh, that's that's a F- Fiorella band. Definitely an F plus. Untorn F plus F plus. Um. Oh, here's uh. Leather Rose, Ooh. the Deadwood Leather Rose from Drew Estate. If you, I'm not let's big. Say, I'm not big on the sweet tip cigars. Yep, but it's it's not too sweet. If I'll if tell you that infused and all of that and the whole acid and Deadwood stuff scares you, just try the Desert Rose. Yeah, just try it. Yep. Uh, here's another protocol, Sir Robert Peel. Mm-hmm. So if you find those uh, Robert Peels, definitely check the, them out. Do you have the MI5 in there anywhere? Do the, I might have the MI5. <laughs> I watched that show again recently. <laughs> that I just I can't I can't get enough of it. The uh, uh, Nicar Libre Agonorsa Leaf. Um, but it's it's a good price point cigar. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, if you guys, um, if you want to, if you want to entry into Agonorsa tobacco. Uh, this is a way to, you know, get into that with a little bit less cost. And um, I, I think it's a good cigar. Definitely. This is the farm to factory. This was oh, half yeah. of that, uh, that's box that I got at the Nicaraguan cigar festival. Um, really bold cigar, but a lot of good flavors uh, in that one. 
Um, here is, oh, here it is. You mentioned it, MI5. I tore it in half for some reason. Here's the protocol MI5. So the otherwise known as what they actually called it, the Themis. It's the Themis. <laughs> Still, I love that. The, M, the protocol MI5. That was my, uh, it's my. <laughs> uh, uh, this is another Florida sun-grown uh, Army of Angels uh, from Jeff Borshowitz. Uh, absolutely beautiful band. The camera does not do it justice, uh, but this Army of Angels band is stunning. And, and uh, Sarah McLaughlin plays when you open the box. It's really cool. <laughs> she does. And uh, but but you automatically get roped into adopting a puppy. You it's, do. It's yeah. It's crazy. There's another t- another untorn Fiorella Wonderlust band. Boom. F plus. I think we should we should collect all these, and then when we have Eric on, yes, next month. Here's another protocol. Uh, this is the uh, silver, which is the um, oh, uh, uh, not the probable cause, but the official misconduct. Right. Boom! I got it. Uh, La Galera again. I bought a box of these, so there's quite a few of these La Galera Connecticut bands in here. Uh, another war zone from Espinosa. Um, let's go to uh, LH La Vida Habana. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Nick Sirius. Thank you for being on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, another Balmoral Ovation from uh, here's uh, Luciano the Traveler. Oh yeah, that was good. Beautiful cigar. Um, another. Oh, here's uh, the HR. Uh, this would be from the original HR Habano. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Spencer Drake. Um, and let's uh, let's wrap it up here. I don't know what that one was from. Um, oh, Carolina Blue. Oh, yeah. yeah Carolina Blue. This was uh, the Connecticut. So shout out to Chris Moore and Carolina Blue Cigars. Um very nice uh, Connecticut, uh, Connecticut shade cigar. Um, what do you see there? Oh yes, yes. The Espinosa six hundred one bunker buster. This is the <laughs> Fubar. You guys, yeah, that it's legit. It's legit, and it it will, uh, it it'll rape your face in a, in a good way. It's uh, such a good way. Here's the new Cinco de Cadas El Doctor. Mm-hmm. Oh, such a good cigar. Um, Sober Mesa Brulee Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the, yeah, there's both both bands. We're coming up to like recent days here. Like I just recently smoked these. There's another Gilberto Oliva Reserva. Um, here is uh, CAO Pilon. This was the new uh, Robusto Vitola, I believe if memory serves. Um, and then I've got my COVID break <laughs> where I wasn't smoking any cigars for a while. Here's uh, Fuente uh, Chateau Sun Grown, I believe, if memory serves. Uh, another Carolina Blue. I think that was the San Andreas Maduro, if if, uh, if I'm correct on that. Uh, here's the new uh, Avo, the North, uh, the North Edition uh, from the new Avo. So this was the 
Um, so this was the Zeno exclusive series. Ooh. Uh, this is the one for Tobacco Grove. Um, I'm still trying to find out if, because there are many exclusive series of the Zeno around the country. Are they all the same, or were the blends different for each store that they're in? If somebody knows, please leave that in the comments, because I'm honestly not sure. Um, oh, on here, Divine Leaf, so Orlando. Shout out to uh, Orlando. Here's the Divine Leaf Tobacco Company, uh, just recently on the show. Oh, Velvet Rat. So this one I just smoked. Um uh, a few nights ago when we were on with Bear and Coop and Joe and Trip and Ben and a bunch of other guys uh, watching uh, <laughs> watching Christmas Vacation, uh, the greatest Christmas movie ever, um, and w- watching Bear suffer through it with just this glum look on his face the whole time like he wanted he wanted to beat somebody up. Uh, this is what I smoked during the uh, during that. I am so uh, that sad viewing. that I had a double book. Because <laughs> I wanted to make that so bad. And here's a here's a, a crema de laranja mm-hmm. from uh, Espinosa cigars, that beautiful barber pole. And tell you what, let's close it out with this one because we we still have other segments to get to, and there there's probably a thousand more cigar bands here. We'll never get through them all. Uh, this was uh, the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust famous smoke shop 80th anniversary. Uh, the ones that just recently. Uh, released again. I didn't. I didn't get them the first time that they came out, but uh, was able to snag a box uh, this time around. So a uh, very nice cigar from uh, Steve Saka. So guys, that's and as you can see, I mean, I don't want to spill this all over the place, but there's still an absolute shit ton of bands to go through here. We'll, we'll never get through all of them, uh, but that's just kind of a you know, it's kind of a snapshot. This is. I literally just would be working here or we'd be doing the show here and the bands would just go in the box. That's it. And I think we're going to do this every year now because I think it's a fun experiment. And you can save your bands wherever you're at. Yeah. I'll save my bands here. I've got my bands. Yep. And we'll just we'll just kind of compare and say it's just kind of, a, again, this isn't about Cigar of the Year. It's not about any of that stuff. This is just about... You know, what What am I smoking on a regular basis? You know, there are the special cigars that I only reach for on occasion, like the Lost Cities and things like that, and the uh, the Wonderlust, although as as I like them enough that that's really more of an everyday smoke is the Wonderlust. But the Gilberto Oliva and the Antonio Connecticut, you know, the stuff that I just would smoke on a regular basis. And it's just kind of a, a snapshot of, of uh, you know, what somebody smokes throughout the year. And again, I smoked a lot this year because, you know, uh, quarantine and just being honestly having the, having the ability to just sit here at this desk and smoke throughout the day uh, and still get my work done and still, still be productive and, and, and all that stuff. Uh, I probably, if we do go back to the office kind of as normal, which I don't think all our, all our meetings are sounding like our, we're not going to. I mean, we'll, we'll go back to the office in a way, but not full-time like we used to. Yeah. Things are going to change. And I think most companies are that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, guys, thanks for taking that little journey with us through, uh, you know, through the, the year in review. Um, it was, you know, kind of, 
kind of fun to take that little journey and, and go back and look at that. Uh, but let's move into our next segment. Uh, as always, we're going to go to Smokabulary. And Smokabulary, as always, it is brought to us by A.J. Fernandez. Born and raised in Cuba, A.J. Fernandez now produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua. The day-to-day operations at Tabacalera A.J. Fernandez are managed under the watchful eye of Mr. Fernandez himself in order to ensure superior quality. The A.J. Fernandez portfolio of premium cigars provides blend, strength, and flavor profiles to match the preferences of any premium cigar consumer. Whether it's New World, Dias de Gloria, San Latano, Enclave, or Bayas Artes, you are sure to be satisfied with a premium cigar from A.J. Fernandez. So this week's smokabulary word is cure. Hmm, it's a good band. It is a good band. That's mm-hmm. actually what I was thinking when I wrote it down. Yeah. Yeah, because the cure, little known fact, is... Everybody in the cure are big cigar nerds. I'm lying. I'm totally <laughs> I was like, not, really? Not, no, I have, it's a total lie. When we talk about, uh, and again, if you're not familiar with the concept, smokabulary words are words that are either exclusive to the premium cigar world or they're words that have maybe a different meaning in the premium cigar world. So when we say cure, when somebody talks about curing tobacco, it's kind of that first process after harvest where the leaves are brought back to these what are called curing barns, and they have these really tall rafters uh, with la- with levels, and the the tobacco leaves are put onto these long wooden sticks and uh, spread across those sticks, and then guys climb up in these rafters and they hang these sticks up there and they light little fires on the ground uh, that that keep a. a, a relatively warm temperature in there and it it slowly uh evens out the color and the texture of those tobacco leaves uh and turns them from green to maybe a medium brown or a light brown just gets the color and the texture evened out and then once they're done in the curing barn then they go to the rest of the processes like fermentation and things like that so Mm -hmm. curing is kind of that first stop after those leaves after those primings are taken off of the tobacco plant. So that is what we say when somebody talks about curing, that is what we're talking about in premium tobacco is those leaves are hung in those barns with some heat added to even out the color and the texture. And that is this week's smokabulary word brought to you by AJ Fernandez. Is it time? I think it's time. Is it time? I think it's time. I'm so excited. I am too. And now it is time for this week's numero De los Muertos. All right, guys. Numero de los Muertos, as always, is brought to you by Oveja Negra Brands. They bring you premium smoking experiences forged from tobacco, time, and talent. Comprised of Black Label Trading Company, Black Work Studio, Dissonant, and Emilio, Oveja Negra Brands provide smokers uncompromising blends renowned for their flavor and lasting impression. Oveja Negra where art and tobacco collide. Join the flock. Visit ovejanegracigars.com to learn more. All right. All right. Well, this week, it's going to be a weird one. 12 people in the U.S. die every year from this. Okay, 12. And here's the thing. I thought it was going to be much higher. And I even thought that it was going to um, 
Yeah, Skip uh, <laughs> Skip totally got me off my rails. <laughs> so 12. 12 people 12. a year. So 12. 12 people a year die from this in, <laughs> in the U.S. Um, and I thought I had done this one before, but I haven't. I went back and watched, and um, I have not done this one, so... As always, if you have, uh, if you guys have guesses, uh, leave them in the comments along with us. Uh, Twelve people, U.S. yearly, correct. Uh, Josh, I actually just did that one. Oh yeah, we did that one. That's a good guess, but that was that was one of the weeks I was off. Correct. Yeah, yeah, that was one I of the think weeks it I was, was sick. With, yeah, it was uh, with McTavish. Um, all right. So, are these workplace incidents? It is not. Um, is it recreational in nature? Oh yeah. Is it, are there vehicles involved? No. <laughs> that skips answer every time. That it is. If he's watching auto is erotic asphyxiation. <laughs> is it that? It is it's not. way higher than 12 skip. It's way higher. It's gotta than 12. Be higher. Um, one of these times. So, so did you say you. yes to vehicles? No to vehicles. No to vehicles, not workplace. Not yes. Recreation. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it on land or water? Mostly on land. Mostly on land. Uh, Josh I says, just, let's just say land. Don't even. Josh says rock climbing. Access. It is not, not rock climbing. Okay. So when we say recreation in this context, it doesn't, uh, it is not physical activity. Not physical. Oh, not physical activity. Um, is it, is it some kind of a game? Maybe for some, but it shouldn't be. <laughs> it's probably how we got to the twelve. Is uh, is it involve? Uh, is it does it involve sex in any way? Does it involve what? Sex. Sex? No. No. Not physical activity. Not physical activity. Russian roulette certainly isn't physical oh. activity, but is definitely not Russian roulette. Um. Uh, da, 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 da. it's not a game. Uh, and this is something that uh, typically happens only in the summer. I shouldn't say typically and then only, but most of it mostly on land in the summertime. In the summer, <clears throat> not walk. Uh, not on a vehicle. Not on a vehicle. There's no vehicles involved. Uh, this is both. Uh, so. This is a, a spectator activity. Is it protests? Ooh, no. No. <sighs> um, concerts. Chad, is that that's a good guess. Is mm -hmm. it concerts? Mm -mm. That's a really good guess, it though, Chad. It is a Chad. great guess. Um, uh, ta -ta -ta -ta. Is there any? Is there another hint we can get mm -hmm. without totally giving it away? Josh for the win. Is that it? It is nice. There we go. Fireworks accident. Yes. Josh comes out of nowhere with the winner. <laughs> Though I really want it to be this. One. I wish it was Skip's answer. I, I wish it too. was slam poetry because that would be. I would love to. Well, would I love to see? I I kind of would. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna like lie. to see that. I would too. Nice guess, okay. Josh. Yeah. Well, so 12 people in the United States a year die from fireworks. Doesn't that seem low? It does seem low. Although injuries are probably the vast majority. 
you know, so, somebody getting a, you know, getting their eye yep. burned or or getting their finger blown off or whatever. So they basically <laughs> died from patriotism. That's they right. That's they right. loved America so much. There should much. be a special monument in, in yes. uh, on the mall in D.C. for exactly right <laughs> next to the, the Vietnam the Wall. Fireworks. <laughs> what would it look like? Well, it would just be a marble statue of a dumbass with a lighter and a M80. In, in his butt crack. <laughs> that would be it. I, I, that, would, that would be interesting to find out is the, the cause of, like, specific cause of death. You right. know, is it, you know, somebody lighting an M80 in their mouth or up their butts or. It's got to uh, be like those uh, those canister, you know, bombs and. Well, I, I can speak for myself that that in my younger days and a little bit even now, not as bad as I was in my younger days, but in my younger days, I did some really dumb shit with fireworks. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I I look back and I think it's a miracle I'm alive now. Like really dumb shit oh, with for fireworks. Sure. We used to have. Uh, so if anybody's a fly fisherman, and um, you've got uh, fly rod tubes. And I yes. discovered when I was 14 that they made perfect rocket launchers for uh, the uh, the bottle, oh my God. bottle, rockets. bottle rockets. Yeah, just perfect. And we would bazooka each other with, yeah. uh, w- you know, across the driveway. And it was awesome, but very dangerous. Don't do that. Yeah, don't not do that. awesome. Don't do that. So that is this week's numero de los muertos. Yeah. Love it. About 80,000 people go to the ER. 80,000. That, that's the number that right. I think of. It's, is you know, people getting a thumb blown off. Yeah. Or, um, you know, or worse, getting, you know, anal prolapse from. Yeah, an- <laughs> definitely anal pro from the M80 and the <laughs> rectum. Oh, darn near killed him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So we're going to do the lightning round, but we're going to ask, uh, we're going to ask, cause I don't know if we've ever answered these questions. Have we ever answered? The, I don't think we have. Not really. No. All right. If you could hear the thoughts of one living person oh, for 10 geez. minutes. And I think about this every week. Who would it be and why? I think about this every week and I'm, I'm, you know, so mm. do you have your person? I have a lot, but I know I have so many, but there's one in particular that's been recent. Um, so all right, you go ahead. So mine is, um, Tulsi Gabbard. Ooh. So she was, if you don't know, she was, she was one of the early, um, uh, candidates for president on, on the Democrat side. Uh, and she, she just, I just, I, I like what she has to say. She, I think she's really smart and I'd like to, you know, hear what's going on in her brain for 10 minutes just to, to kind of in a way, just to confirm that it's legit, that, that she's actually, I mean, I'm sure that's really her. I don't think she's got a team of minions like talking in her ear, telling her what to say. Mm-hmm. I just think she's really that smart. Um, and, and uh, I, I like her a lot. I I think she's, She's pretty spot on about a lot of things. I definitely disagree with her on a few things politically, but Mm -hmm. for the most part, I think she's, uh, I like, uh, I think she's pretty great. So 
uh, I would I'd just love to hear what's going on in her brain for a few minutes. All right. Um, this is kind of so it's for me, it's a toss up. It's either um, it's either Morgan Freeman just because I think um, hearing those thoughts, not only would it be soothing, <laughs> as long as you could hear it in, in his, his voice. voice. Yes. Yeah. If you could hear it in his yes. voice, that would be amazing. Um, so it's either Morgan Freeman or it's Nas. Oh, yeah. Um, I think Nas is the most brilliant hip hop lyricist of our time. Fight me. I'd say I definitely put him top five. Um, I definitely put him. I probably put him top three. Um, the only but of our time, I... my time goes. My time goes way back. Well, it does. But so, I, think, I mean, I was. But no, I, I. Yeah, I agree that he's. I would love to hear what's going on in his head because some of the some of the stuff some of the some of the words that he can arrange. It's poetic. Like, yeah, it, it is just the the arrangement. So yeah. I think uh, he's really really smart at, at arranging. He's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, you. All right. If you were about to get into a fight, what would your soundtrack music be? So hmm. I'm going to go with. I mean, when I think about it, if I'm just going off a of first thought, I got to get the regulators to mount up and do some DMX. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a great answer. Um, I actually go the ironic route like Ben Holt did. I go the... Alanis Morissette no, ironic? Well, like, n- n- he didn't say the song ironic. What he <laughs> went with was, and I don't remember the exact song... But it was some like light and frilly mm, right. kind of right. song that would never be in any fight scene in any movie ever, except in an ironic way where they do that in some movies. And sometimes it could be brilliant in a movie where there's this big brash fight scene and the the background sounds like the gunfire and the punches. That's all muted out. Mm-hmm. And all you hear is the this, this frilly yeah like the pixies or the backstreet boys or mm-hmm. tiny tim or something mm-hmm. where it doesn't seem to fit but it actually works in some weird twisted way i like it and that's kind of what i would do i would do something like from from the 60s like the kingston trio mm-hmm. or peter oh, paul and yes. mary or something where you know what i mean yeah nancy it, sinatra yeah where it just doesn't it doesn't seem to fit at all but but in some twisted tim burton sort of way it works or maybe even like a like an old like a you know a B side Bill Withers song. Yes, you know exactly. Yeah. So that's I, I would go I would go out outside of the box with that. I love it. Um, all right. So home run as a starting pitcher, touchdown as a defensive lineman, or a goal as a, a goalie. This one's tough for me uh, because I've scored a touchdown, and I want to do something I've never done. I mean, I've hit a home run in softball. I know that's nowhere uh, like hitting a, a major league. So if we're talking major league level, oh, or win or win the Talladega 500 as Ricky Bobby. <laughs> you ain't first or last. We got to add that to the shake and bake the list. 
uh, which you sent me a shake and bake <laughs> today. It was great. Um, huh. I, I'm still <clears throat> touchdown. I got to go with touchdown. Yeah. That defensive lineman, because um, it's so rare. It yeah. is. I, uh, I, I mean, I played linebacker and then nickel. Um, so I mean, I do. Uh, so you like Nickelback? Yep. Yep. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> all right. How about you? Oh, for it's it's baseball all the way for me. Um, yeah, baseball definitely. Um, home run to hit a home run as a starting pitcher. I I think I hit a home run one time when I was like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess in little league, ten years hit. old or eleven years old or something like yeah. that. Uh, you know, it's a small little league field Junior in the middle high. of nowhere in Indiana. So um, it was one time. It is a and great it was, feeling. And it was a. I was not a great hitter. It was a pure lucky shot. It was just the contact. It was just right. Yeah, it was just right where the velocity of the bat and the and the spin of the ball was just just right. That's otherwise that was not my wheelhouse. Was I was not a home run hitter. By any stretch. Um, all right. If you could b- bring back any fashion trend from the past, what would it be? Hypercolor. Hypercolor like the neons from the 80s? Yeah, and, and where it changed uh, it changed color. Like you could, you could bring your sweatshirt up and blow on it, and it would change color. What? I don't even remember that. You don't? No. And then you could put your hand on somebody's shirt like this, and then it would leave your handprint? I I do not remember that. I'm glad I never wore anything like that. Mini skirts. Min- Coop says. Coop. All right. I want to see Coop in a mini skirt. I do, too. Although he may not. That n- might not be what he means, necessarily. Oh, well. Maybe not him in a mm. mini skirt. Maybe maybe ladies in mini skirts. Maybe. Yeah. I'd maybe. like to see both, yeah. actually. I, so. yep. Sign me up for both. <laughs> How uh, about you? For me, it's actually, I think... They have sort of had a little bit of a renaissance, um, but parachute pants. And when I say parachute pants, I don't mean the – I'm not talking about the, the MC Hammer pants, you know, with the crotch that hung down, you know, below the knees. I'm talking the parachute pants made out of that ripstop material with the zippers and, and all that. That's – I totally dug that back and in I just want to say, uh, Coop, uh, punctuation matters. So <laughs> – what you just said was no yeah, chicks. What, yeah, what you just said was no chicks. What you mean to say is no, no chicks. chicks. That's what you meant to say. <laughs> so punctuation saves lives. Uh, uh, let's eat grandma. <laughs> let's eat grandma. Let's eat grandma. <laughs> See, it matters. It does. Uh, who was your childhood or teenage actress crush? My first one that I remember is Elizabeth Shue. Yes, same here. Um, uh, first with adventures and babysitting and then karate kid, Alyssa Milano. That was one yeah. for me. Uh, Alyssa Milano was one for me. Um, Sam, the, uh, I don't remember her name, but the, uh, the blonde in, uh, Blair in, uh, no, in, uh, Charles in charge, <laughs> the blonde girl in Charles oh. in charge. I don't oh, remember. Yeah. I don't remember her name. Oh yeah, and then they had that follow-up sitcom for like a yeah. season or two. Uh, uh, I don't remember. Yeah. But later, then later in teenage years was uh, was Daisy Fuentes. Absolutely lights out Daisy Fuentes from MTV. I mean, 
Mm. Oh my yikes. I can't. All right, late teen years. Jessica Alba. Oh, I was yeah, I was <laughs> there's a little age difference here. I was a little bit. I was I was married, I think, before Jessica Alba even was a household name. Um late teenage years for me would have been like um Fair Fawcett. No. <laughs> <laughs> um Betty White. Betty White. Absolutely <laughs> Betty White. B. Arthur. Any of the Golden Girls, really. You know. Um <laughs> Cloris Leachman. Um, <laughs> what was uh what was uh Marianne's name? Oh, that from from Gilligan's Island. Yeah. I don't remember the actress's name, are, but are yes, Marianne. Are you yes. Marianne or a ginger? Oh, Marianne, all day, every day, and all twice on Sunday. Yes, day. yes. All right. So, if you could add any person to Mount Rushmore, they don't have to be a president. Mm-hmm. Any person's face to Mount Rushmore. Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks. Okay, that's a good. That's a good one. It, it's either Rosa Parks or it is. Um, uh, Jim Thorpe. Hmm. I think uh, having a Native American up there who did amazing things um, would be cool, but also having uh, a minority woman on there. Um, you know, not many women get statues. Yeah. So um, I actually think I would pick somebody from before the United States was really even the United States. Ooh. Um, John Locke. Wow. Who was, you know, he was the, really the political philosopher and yep. that developed a lot of the, the framework, the framework that, that English common law is built on. Um, and really smart guy. And, mm-hmm. and just, he really, he really came up with a lot of the ideas, uh, that, that, uh, that kind of sparked the, the imaginations of the founding fathers to say, Hey, yeah, we can do better. Yep. So let's, you know, let's start putting some stuff on paper and figuring it out. I like it. Um, so, Oh shit. I didn't even put down a notable smokable. So, so, uh, notable smokables. Um, I, I didn't put one down. I can look at my phone quick. So if you, do you have one to go first? Cause I, I totally forgot to pick a notable. Um, um I haven't been smoking a lot because I'm just, I just started coming back from, from, you know, sick leave, mm-hmm. uh, from cigars. And I'm, I'm to the point now where I, I am starting to get my palate back a little bit. We talked about this before yep. the show. I can taste again. I can smell again. It's not up to par where I want it to be, but it's definitely getting there. Um, uh, for me, it would be, I had a, yesterday I had a money number two <clears throat> and it was ridiculous. And you know a Cuban is ready when not only does it have a, a good draw and all that, but it it also has that uh, Cuban esque slick in your mouth. And oh yeah, the the well, especially the Monty Number Twos. When the Monty Number Twos are on point, yeah, which they aren't all the time. Nope. But when the Monty Number Twos are on point, they do have that that oil. There's so much oil from that wrapper leaf, yeah. that it gets you. You actually feel it. And some people don't like that. And, yeah. you know, yeah, I get it. But I love it. Well, since I'll go back to um, one that I didn't mention before 
uh, on notable smokables. Uh, even though it was one that I, I smoked for the first time before I got sick. And that was what one of the bands that we mentioned from the, the box was, uh, the, the Steve Saka, the Dunbarton tobacco and trust famous smoke shop, 80th anniversary. Um, I personally, I don't put it in, in the tier of Saka's best cigars, but it is really a good cigar. The, I smoked two of them so far before I got sick. Um, the burn performance was phenomenal. Um, great box press, great draw, tons of smoke output, uh, and really good flavors, uh, Mm. that were cohesive and they made sense. The cigar just made sense. Uh, nothing came out of left field that would, that just seemed like a, a, a flavor didn't belong. So I thought it was a good cigar and I enjoyed it a lot. So, um, look forward to getting my palate all the way back. <laughs> um, so Garrett and I were talking, uh, before the show. So originally, and this is giving you guys some programming notes for stuff we have coming up. Um, you know, 2020 was a weird year for everybody. It was a year for, as far as for us, with How About That Cigar, where we didn't keep up with things the way that we wanted to. You know, we have a certain desire for, you know, keeping keeping things moving from a perspective of publishing things on the website. Uh, first and foremost is publishing reviews of cigars so that we can give you guys some, some another set of opinions because there are so many great cigar reviewers out there. Uh, and ours is just another set of opinions about, uh, you know, cigars that are on the market. And we want to bring you guys those opinions in a way that you can you can understand and, and have it your, at your fingertips if you want to make a, deci- a buying decision at, at, a, at a brick and mortar shop. We didn't keep up this year. Uh, you know, plain and simple, that's on us. It's, you know, uh, but in thinking about that and talking about it, as far as moving forward next week, we were planning on doing a, a list for cigar of the year. We don't have the we don't have enough published information to go off of to build a quality list for everybody. And and back it up. And with- back it up. And and we wouldn't feel right about publishing a list that doesn't have the materials behind it to back it up. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna forego doing a cigar of the, the year list for twenty twenty. Um and that's, you know, it's water under the bridge. We'll move on. And, you know, uh, and we, I, I have some that I haven't even talked to Garrett about yet, but I have some strategies in mind to keep us on task and, you know, just keep things flowing on a regular basis yeah. for 2021, just to make sure that we actually stay on top of things. So that's a learning experience for us. Again, how about that cigar? It's pretty new still. We're still figuring out how to do all this stuff. And, you know, part of that uh, is for us, we're just going to be transparent with you guys and just say, hey, we didn't get it done this year. And part of that is not just sitting here and because we could have sat here next week on a show and half assed a cigar of the year list. That's not what we're going to. But do. we're just not going to we're not going to do that. It's it just it wouldn't be right. And it wouldn't part of the cigar of the year list should be to give you another set of detailed information that you can make buying decisions from. And we don't have the, we don't have the, anything to back up those, those, those lists this year. So uh, because of that, we're going to forego doing a cigar of the year list uh, for 2020. Again, we've got strategies in place. We're going to, we're going to put those into play and make sure that 2021, we stay on top of things 
and give you guys what you need. We've really, for me, I'll say I've put so much focus into the show, into the into this show that you're watching and listening to right now, that the other stuff has has kind of fallen by the wayside. And that's not what we want. We want to do things mm-hmm. equally well, and we're going to strive to do that uh, better in 2021. So we look forward to that. We hope you guys look forward to that as well. We and, already have stuff scheduled for 2021 for the show, and we're going to continue to just try to do better every week. Yeah, and and uh, really and openly to you know our viewers and listeners and to Matt that I need to step up and do uh, more with my reviews and um, getting more involved in that part. This last year um, is not an excuse. I just had a difficult time balancing a lot of things. And I think a lot of us did, but um, this next year, it's a goal of mine to um, add more of that in and um, pull my weight. So you, and and for you guys, you know, that watch and listen, we appreciate you guys more than you know. I mean, we're so, so grateful to you guys. The fact that um, there there are so many, we know, we're well aware of the fact that there are so many cigar shows right now. There are a lot of cigar shows out there that you guys can give your time to. And you and there's, there's so much programming now that you can't possibly spend your time watching and listening to every cigar show that's out there. The mm-hmm. fact that there are people who choose to spend their time with us, and there are some of you guys that are here every week, and we, we don't say this lightly. Thank you so much for spending time with us because it means the world to us. It actually, you know, uh, it, it means that, that we're actually reaching people with, with what we're doing here. And, and most of it, as always, is this show is about giving companies a platform and a forum to showcase their products and showcase their stories. And, uh, part of that is, um, you know, for us as consumers, getting to getting to um, to learn more about their processes. And if we can learn more about processes from a few different companies, then we'll just be more informed consumers. Yep. And that's what we want for all of us in the cigar community. Because, and it goes back to this from the very beginning that we talked about is. If we can be more informed consumers, and especially the people who maybe maybe the guys who aren't cigar nerds necessarily that that smoke a lot of cigars every week and watch shows like this on a regular basis and read the magazines and read the blogs and things like that, but just the casual cigar consumers that make up so much of the of the buying power of of premium cigars, those guys who go and maybe smoke two cigars a month or three cigars a month. They that tends to be part of the demographic of cigar smokers that aren't as well informed as we would like them to be. Mm -hmm. And if they're a little bit better informed, then they can at least put one percent more effort into the 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 consumer part of the regulatory fight. Yeah. And if we can make even one percent of an increase in the regulatory fight, we have there's so much more that we could do if if we just increase things a little bit. And I'm not even talking about money. I'm talking about education that we know the products that we're consuming as premium cigar smokers, and we can then inform our friends and family who aren't premium cigar smokers and have a few more people out there in the world who are 
aware of the fact and willing to share the fact that premium cigars are completely different than cigarettes and should be treated as such. (laughs) Is that the part where you should start playing like God bless America in the background? I'm sorry to get on a soapbox, but it's really, it's so important. I want to add too that it's not a competition between us. As you can see, Coop has been with us almost all night, and we greatly appreciate that. Absolutely. You know that uh, we watch a lot of other shows, yep. and it's a uh, it's a brotherhood amongst cigar media. Yeah. Since we're not doing a Cigar of the Year, I urge you guys to go watch Coop's channel. Yes. He is doing a marathon of several nights of uh, announcing their Cigar of the Year. Yep. Um, so go and support Coop and, and their channel, and, you know... Um, yeah, so yeah, we're not the only show in town. We do, um, I think, you know, we all have a different little, um, you know, we, we all do it a little differently and we bring, we bring different stuff to the table and, and we are grateful for all of you. Yeah. So keep, you know, keep tuned to your favorite cigar shows, whether it's Coop or Bear Duplissy or Cigar Dojo, KMA. you know, KMA, I, I, I can name so many of them. That I just can't remember them all right now, but be out there and be involved in your cigar community because uh, it's, it's so important to stay involved in the cigar community because uh, if we don't protect this community that we love and these products that we love to enjoy, then we're going to have no excuse when the government pulls the plug when we and that's up like the last, Canada. yeah, that's the last thing any of us want or Australia. We don't want, we don't want plain white boxes on a cigar shop shelf that just say the word cigar in big white block or in big black block letters with $300 duty tax. With, yeah. With a $300 duty tax. We don't want that. We want to maintain some of the freedoms that we still have to enjoy these products that we love. So, um, Keep getting the word out and mm-hmm. ke- keep educating yourself from every every source you can get your hands on. Find credible sources. Uh, if you want names of credible sources, we've already named a few, and we can name some more if you want to email us. Uh, but just keep keep up the you know keep up the knowledge so that you can inform people around you of what's going on in the premium cigar world. Because again, even if they're not premium cigar smokers, if they have a little bit more information in their heads then they may be willing to say oh no my cousin's a cigar smoker and i know that that the cigars he smokes are not anything like cigarettes so maybe we should actually look closer at this legislation and not lump things in that don't belong together yep that's what we want yep so um thank you guys for that um so next week we are still going to have a show uh next week but Garrett and I are going to do a cigar swap where I'm going to give him an unbanded cigar and he's going to give me an unbanded cigar and we're going to smoke them together on the show. Talk about, uh, you know, the things that we taste and smell from those cigars and see if we can, you know, hazard some guesses as to as to what we taste. And we'll talk about also we'll discuss some things we have coming up in, in 2021 uh, and some ideas that we have. I hope uh, so, you like Candela. Hope you like oh. <laughs> Hope you like Candela. Hope you like uh, Black and Mild. <laughs> um, so, uh, so we do have a show next week. We're going to do a cigar swap uh, and talk a little bit about 2021. And then we're already into, I can't believe, the, the, year's, year. the year's almost over. So the very first show of the year on January 4th. So big announcement here, and we're going to announce this a lot more so everybody's aware. We are moving to Monday nights. 
starting next year in 2021. We're moving from Tuesday nights to Monday nights. Uh, so we are going to have a case of the Mondays. Dang it. You beat me to it. <laughs> Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. I'm wearing so much flair on our first Monday. <laughs> Hey, let me ask you something. Has anybody ever said to you, sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays? Shit, no, man. <laughs> I believe you get your ass kicked for saying something like that. <laughs> well, we might. We might. We might have a case. We, we, we definitely have a case of the Mondays. Yeah. And we are moving to Mondays. And one of the biggest reasons is, again, we talked about there are so many cigar shows. We want to make ourselves more available to you guys. And there seems to be from the analysis I've done, there seems to be a little bit less uh, congestion when it comes to cigar shows on Monday nights. And we want to be able to get the info out to you guys and still have you be able to watch, honestly, still have you be able to watch some of these other great shows that are already available on Tuesday nights. Uh, So if we can be more available to you on Monday nights, that's what we're going to do. Uh, so we are, uh, we're going to switch. So that means the very first Monday night in 2021, January 4th, we are going to have Eric Katormson, master sensei himself from Cigar Dojo on the show. He was actually supposed to be on a few weeks ago, but, uh, we, we weren't able to make that happen. So January 4th, Monday night, Eric Katormson from Cigar Dojo. Um, we have some uh, dates that we're still working on in the middle of January, but I want to give you guys a big heads up way in advance. We're actually going to have a special Saturday afternoon show on January 30th. At the end of January, January 30th, uh, I believe it's going to be 3 p.m. Eastern time. Millie Vanilli. Mi- <laughs> Can well, you just, believe it? Just Millie, because I think one of them died. Oh, d- <laughs> <laughs> damn it. Way to bring the room down, Garrett. Jeez. <laughs> no. Awkward. Bigger than Millie Vanilli. Bigger than Millie. Way bigger than Millie Vanilli. We are going to have the professor himself, Jose Blanco, who is with Arturo Fuente Cigars International. The guy, he is, uh, I love this man mm-hmm. dearly. He is one of the, some of the best conversations I've had in my life about tobacco I've had with this guy. And you just, he ha- he has so much knowledge about the tobacco that we love so much, and we're grateful to have him coming on the show. So again, that's a special Saturday show, January thirtieth. Mark your calendars uh, because uh, you will not want to miss that one. Um, and again, twenty twenty one. I mean, the sky's the limit. We just you know we we have uh, we have stuff that we want to bring to you, and we're mm-hmm. going to strive to do everything we can to bring that info info to you to entertain you. And to just keep things going because we got a brand new year and we're going to make the most out of it. Amen. So, uh, again, if you uh, if you guys, as always, if you have any questions for Garrett or myself, email us directly from the website. How about that cigar dot com. Follow us on social media at HBT Cigar. And until we see you guys next time, burn cigars, not bridges. Take care, guys. Thank you. Guys.